Hello, my wonderful friends. Welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to Big Q&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God and faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. I'm Pastor Gary, minister to the Brighton Seventh-day Adventist Church in the beautiful city of Adelaide. It's really wonderful to be able to share with you uh, this this day, this week. We're taking as our theme, Truth in the Age of Fake News. And today we're asking, what did Jesus teach about religious deception? Today our co-host is Eric Hoare. And Eric ministers to the Adelaide Aboriginal Seventh-day Adventist Church. Welcome to you, Eric. Thanks, Gary. It's good to be back here on Tuesday again. It is Tuesday, isn't it? It is. The weeks get around incredibly quickly, don't they? The days fly by. Yes. I tell you what, I was out walking this morning about uh, about 6 a.m. Of course, the sun's not getting up here till about 7 these days, which means I get home just as the sun's poking its head over the horizon. But goodness me, it was chilly, and this is supposed to be Oz in the middle of summer. Can't well, believe it. Well, I'll probably put half the listeners off, Gary, but I do like daylight saving. I know that soon it's one day it's going to end soon and then it'll be dark at night a lot earlier. Uh, I am praying for daylight <laughs> robbery too, uh, to, to, to please leave us and, uh, and then I can walk once again in the, uh, uh, in the sun. Now, Eric, you've got a rather unique position because not only are you the, uh, the pastor of the, uh, Adelaide Aboriginal Seventh day Adventist Church, but you're also the senior elder of the Bird Birdwood um, congregation. Mm. How do you do both things? Well, you've got to balance it, don't you, Gary? Um, you know, and uh, it, sometimes it is difficult. There's clashes of dates and trying to be at one place and the other. But uh, I'm sure that uh, when I took on the position of uh, senior elder there, that the Birdwood Church, I made sure they knew that, you know, I've, I've got another mission as well there uh, with the Aboriginal people. And uh, they said that was okay. So until they uh, say no, you know. Um, you are old enough to retire, aren't you? <laughs> I am. I am. But I thoroughly enjoy the ministry. Both ministries I truly love. And, yeah, uh, yeah, and yeah. Birdwood's a wonderful little church up. No, if anybody hasn't been up there in the hills, please come up and see us. Yeah. And the Aboriginal Fellowship's wonderful as well. Yeah, Enjoy yeah, yeah. Now you've got some wonderful people at both mm, congregations. Both, yeah. uh, tell, uh, tell us, Eric, just how have you recovered from the whole COVID thing? We haven't spoken about it for a fair while, mm. uh, but you've, you're on top of it now? Well, it's, it's always uh, tricky, isn't it? I mean, we've got the um, Filipino uh, choir coming up to Birdwood in a couple of weeks, and, of course, there's a number of them. We've only got a small church. So with the rules and everything, we've got to work out how we're going to fit them. We might have to have an outdoor church, which will be great. That's a big choir, that one. It is a big choir. And also, we'd like to have a lunch afterwards. So what we're going to do is we're going to go down to uh, Gamaraka Park there. It's a beautiful park. Oh, that's a beautiful park. I love that one. And you can have it outside and just uh, we'll work out the food. But it's just balancing the the rules and and sort of it goes week by week, really, as to what's going on. So it's still impacting quite heavily in places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, no, look, that's you haven't lost any members, though. Uh, no, we haven't. No, no. Uh, with the Aboriginal people, um, we it's not only COVID, but they do move around a lot. And, uh, you know, we've got some going to funerals this week. And uh, um, there was a tragic accident in Salisbury where a young uh, Aboriginal man was killed a year ago. They just had like a, and, and uh, like a little centennial thing for him. But when things happen, 
uh, like grief, it does throw them a lot, and yes, they, they yes, grieve yes. a lot. So that does have an impact on that particular yeah, church. Yeah, yeah, I know that our Aboriginal pe- are a very spiritual people, yeah. and uh, that's one thing that I that really stands. That's an incredible positive mm-hmm. that uh, so many of us who are uh, so bound up in uh, uh, in uh, uh, the more secular society mm-hmm. uh, really, really do do struggle with. But I'd love to get your get your opinion. I got a report just a, a couple of uh, uh, a week or two back. This uh, this came from the actually ABC News News Centre, and uh, the report concerned concerned rich getting richer. Oxfam reported that rich are continuing to get richer, and poor are continuing to get poorer uh, over uh, the last 12 months. And this is what the report said. Uh, In the initial 12 months of the pandemic and the saw a stock market collapse and saw the world's billionaires experience massive reductions in their wealth. But this setback was short-lived. Within nine months, the top thousand billionaires, mainly white men, had recovered all the wealth they had lost. Conversely, it would take more than a decade for the world's poorest people to recover from the economic impacts of the pandemic. That's the upshot of of Oxfam's latest report, uh, The Inequality Virus, which highlights how much coronavirus has exacerbated inequality and deepened poverty uh, in the world. And then it says this, the world's richest men have seen their combined wealth increase by half a trillion dollars since the pandemic began, more than enough to pay for a COVID vaccine for everyone to ensure that nobody was pushed into poverty by the pandemic. In an Australian context, 31 billionaires have seen their fortunes increase by nearly $85 billion since the pandemic uh, was declared. And then it finalised its report by sharing this. 501 million people could be living on less than $5.50 a day. Since the beginning of the 21st century, wealth concentration at the top has steadily increased. The total number of billionaires nearly doubled in the 10 years after the financial crisis of 2008. And between 2017 and 2018, a new billionaire was created every two days. Such extreme inequality meant billions of people were already living on the edge when the pandemic hit. According to the World Bank, 501, half a billion more people will be living on less than $5.50 a day in 2030 if governments allow inequality to increase by just two percentage points and the total number of people living in poverty will be higher than it was before the virus actually hit. Now, Eric, this this to me is something that every time these reports come out, and they essentially say the same thing, and it's this disparity between rich and poor that continues to widen and continues to become uh, more obvious. Now, you know, is... This issue of poverty, in your experience as a pastor at the at the local level, is this a real issue here in Oz, or is this something that only occurs overseas? Well, you know, you need to. All we need to do is walk through down in the city there, and you'll see homeless people 
living, uh, you know, under bridges and, and around the place. I truly believe that society is set up to make the rich richer and the poor poorer. If you look at the banks, for instance, if you default on a, on a bank char- on a, a payment or something, yeah. they'll hit you with a fee and it's usually the poor people that actually default. That's where the money the banks quite often get their money from is through yeah. fees. Yeah. And in the past, they were exorbitant. They bought them back a bit now, but they're still quite heavy. So, And I get really mad when I see on um, television the ads for um, uh, for uh, Wallet Wizard and uh, some of these people that, that lend out money short term. Uh, cash converters is a pure example where the poor people that I know, as long as they're paying a few dollars a week, they don't care what the interest rate is. They yeah. they just are on a cycle. That's what they live on, yeah. and therefore the interest rate can be as high as twenty one percent, which they don't. You know, so they're paying back a lot more than what they're actually. And of course, I, you use the right term there: a cycle or a spiral. Because what we often find in this type of an environment, certainly with people that I've I've certainly uh, helped out in my time in ministry, is that there's something of a cycle here. There is a spiral uh, whereby uh, a person might uh, be only just uh, just making do, but then there's something just that comes along. It might be a, a fridge that needs fixing, just something like that, and. And that pushes them to actually need to have an advance on uh, this week's wages. Uh, and then uh, that puts them into the debt cycle. And this tends to become more and more vicious. It seems to move with increasing rapidity. And, you know, to me, as I look at this, Eric, I say, hey, um, really, the real key is breaking this cycle of poverty, isn't it? Yes, it's, it's like catch-up, really. You're, you're always chasing your tail yeah. in these sort of things. And budgeting is a big thing, you know. But when you look at it, Gary, too, with um, the way the world is and the way the world is structured, you've got to have money to make money, basically. Yeah. In the past, you used to be able to put money in the bank and get 3 or 4% interest a bit more, but it's yeah. less than a percent in the yeah. normal bank yeah. account now. Yeah. So what the rich people do is they invest it in shares. Yeah, 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 yeah. And that's the way, the way it's all built up. But, I mean, I go down to Second Bites who give food out each week and they pick it up from Coles and wherever and bring it in and I see many churches, many organisations coming in there, yeah. taking the food away <clears throat> and the demand is growing there yeah. is no doubt about it that the, the poor are really suffering and the rich, there is a divide there and and I mean you even have to look at the lottos they bring up now, some of them are worth $80 million for a one win. Yeah. You'd think, why would they have an $80 million one for one person? Why didn't they have 80 different people getting one million? But you know, it's so, they chase that. They, they see that and they want to get that. But it, it is, I, I see it all the time when we try and help them. You know, I, I help them. I try and help them to help themselves. Yeah. So when I get a call and <clears throat> somebody needs help, maybe a lift somewhere they can't afford, whatever, I will go and help them when I can. Yeah. And uh, I'll drop some food off when I can um, outside of, of Second Bites. And, um, you know, with clothing and that, try and help out where I can. But it's only to help them help themselves. Yeah. That's yeah. my policy. And this is so, so important, isn't it? You know, to mm. try to find a way to actually break the cycle mm. uh, as opposed to just simply uh, maintaining a person for just today. And, and, and the problem, I think, too, Gary, is that it becomes a way of life. Yeah. It's almost like this is my lot in life yes. and this is the way it is. And then the children see it, 
you know, the handouts and everything, and then they follow. It is it is really frustrating in a way to try and, and help them where you can, you know. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and one of the big things, I think, is if a government gives a payout to people, I think it should be done in installments rather than give them a, a lot at once because then it's a temptation to, to blow that straight away. So, yeah. But, yeah. I mean, you know, it, it is out there and, and it is getting worse. And, you know, all you have to do is talk to some of the organisations that help out and they say they're really struggling. Yeah, really yeah, to help. yeah, yeah, yeah. Look, uh, earlier this afternoon, I uh, actually had the very real privilege uh, to talk to uh, Pastor Wayne Bowen. Now, Wayne is a really great guy, but uh, it was fantastic to be able to chat to him uh, about the Discovery Center that he heads up. Uh, this this is really uh, a beautiful ministry that he's that he's got. It's really good to have uh, with us this afternoon, Pastor Wayne Bowen. Now, Wayne, look, right now, you're the uh, the CEO of the Adventist Discovery Centre. Now, that probably means you're my big boss, boss, boss somewhere up the line. <laughs> I don't know if it's like that, Gary. We're, we're in this together. But, uh, yeah, look, I've been fortunate enough to, to come back. I've been working overseas for a number of years, and I've been fortunate enough to come back into a role that is, was quite a steep learning curve. Um, and still is because there's a lot of changes that come and happen in media. But, um, yeah, look, we, we run, uh, we partner with Faith FM in radio. We also run a TV channel called Hope Channel. And as part of all of that, we, we have the, the Discovery Center. You've actually got a really amazing ministry there, actually. In fact, it's the Discovery Centre that I particularly want to talk to you about uh, this afternoon. Now, the Discovery Centre, exactly what is that? So the Discovery Centre is a, I guess it's a, a group of people here that serves the Australian population, New Zealand, and also uh, the Pacific with Bible studies and other guides on, on health, on relationships, on family, on archaeology, and we post them out to people that have, you know, want to know more of, of you know, those sort of... And so currently, uh, last year, in one particular area of the Discovery Centre, we had 20,000 people request information, request study guides from us here in, in Sydney. So, you know, it is a really important part of, I guess, what we do in helping people understand the Bible better. This is a really important part, isn't it, of the whole Faith FM and Hope Channel uh, ministry because 20,000 people have actually requested from you uh, courses. Now, these aren't just one-off booklets. These are actually courses yeah. on a number of subjects. We've got ones on, on health and well-being. We've got um, a new one, or probably our most recent course that we've put out, is called Forgive to Live. And that's, a really, know, and that's a, a really powerful one, I know. Oh, it is. Look, you know, this is something that, you know, I guess a lot of us, there is stuff that's happened in our lives that we carry with us throughout our life, and it, it impacts our relationships, it impacts our own outlook on life. So, you know, that's a new one that we've just put out that is is just being a real joy to people and helping them understand and process through the different things that have happened in, in their life. We've got other ones on prayer. This is one of the, the popular ones. Prayer and Prophecy, which is another a series we have called Secrets of Prophecy. Between prayer and prophecy, they're probably the two most popular courses that people are requesting at the moment. Do you think that's got something to do with the uh, sort of the current world world scene? I mean, prayer and prophecy are actually linked together uh, in, in quite an amazing way. We've, what we've seen in 2020, people are now asking a whole lot of different questions to what they were in 2019. 
And so, you know, with all of that transpiring, we're seeing a shift in requests and also questions. You know, people write in every week and, and send us questions, which we answer. Um, people send in prayer requests and each, each day I've got a prayer meeting, um, prayer group meeting later today and we'll pray for people that have, have sent in prayer requests. So all of this, it's a, it's just a, a really important ministry to, um, not only help people in, answering their questions, but also praying for people mm. on their particular journey. Wow. So this this is anyone who requests one of your uh, courses uh, can actually get, ha- have you be praying for them. Can You will respond to their their questions. So you've got instructors there, have you? That Yeah, yeah. So we, you know, we get questions from all sorts of lines. In fact, I got a question the other day from uh, a little place in, in Papua New Guinea called Poppendetta. Wayne, do people ever give you any feedback as to how they've appreciated your ministry? Yeah, look, that's one of the, uh, I think, most enjoyable parts of of what we do, you know, connecting with people, answering questions, and then hearing their response being really appreciated. I've got one here that came from a chappy, I think it was in New South Wales. He says, I, I, I know I'm blessed to have been touched by the Holy Spirit. I also know with the help of others, I can use my gifts better than I currently am. I'm blessed with the knowledge that you are giving with me, but I need more so that I can have more answers for those uh, who are asking me questions and introduce them to Jesus. So it's great to see that it's not only just the information and, and the relationship we're having with, with individuals across Australia, but they're using that information then also to go on and bless others. And and that to see it growing in that way, yeah. I think it's just really exciting to see that it's it's multiplying the impact of the gospel right across the country. In fact, I've just got another one here that I, I just came across, Gary. It says, please add my name to your prayer list, for I am in so much agony and distress um, that the Lord will... And I know so many people are actually incredibly blessed. I know uh, I've certainly been, been aware of, of numerous people who've started a, a Christian walk uh, as a result of uh, these particular uh, courses that you're, you're presenting. And, and some of these courses aren't long. I mean, uh, this week we're going to be sharing the course uh, Living the Life You Want to Live, Taking Charge of Your Life. And, of course, uh, this one is just simply seven lessons. It's not a long series, but it talks about establishing your personal purpose in life, relationships, our feelings. There's two lessons just on your feelings and dealing with feelings. What about addictions and success and choices? And so this isn't heavy theology. Yeah, and, and this is, you know, we get continued requests for this particular one because it's dealing with there are questions that people have. Where am I going? What am I doing? This just, you know, it gives some guidance. And then that's what really what we hear. We're, yes, we'll answer questions when, when people have them, but uh, a lot of the time, too, it's just simply coming beside people and helping them to just get a handle on what's going on in their life and to guide them forward, not to, you know, say you, this is the way you've got to go. You know, sometimes it's just a matter of coming alongside people and, and being a friend and, and being a listening ear to, to guide them through some of the, the difficulties that they're facing and taking charge of your life is one of those those courses that actually help us it'll help people do that. I love the way you your guys actually just put their arms around people and just simply are prepared to respond to questions. Uh, don't in any way try to heavy them into one particular yeah. um, a direction or, or mode of thinking. And I think one of the other things too that the, the strength of, of the Discovery Centre that we have and, and certainly the Faith FM Network and Hope Channel is that if people want to connect with community, they can. Yeah. You know, we can refer them to someone in their local community um, and they can connect with with them in a local local manner. So it just doesn't have to be remote. There is, you know, there are pathways that a person can follow through 
that enables them to find community around them that will continue to nurture and, and, and hold them close through some of the life joys, but also some of the, the difficulties that the people face as well. Yeah, no, that's a, that's really fantastic. That is really fantastic. Wine, really appreciate what it is that you've actually shared this afternoon. Now, look, uh, to our listeners particularly, if you would like to take advantage of this week's free free offer, uh, it's entitled "Taking Charge of Your Life." Now, this is a a, a series. Now, Wayne will uh, post this to you. This will come to you uh, in the uh, in the post. This has got seven uh, lessons. Uh, it deals with purpose, relationships, feelings, addictions, uh, success, and choices in your life. If you would like our free offer, "Taking Charge of Your Life," just text your name, your address and your telephone number to our Faith FM uh, studio number. That's 04888-80811. That's 04888-80811. And uh, we'll forward uh, this uh, this really special series uh, to you uh, by the first available mail. Thank you so much for everything that you've shared. Uh, I You've been a great blessing to us. Thank you, man. It's always good to touch base and, and touch base too with your listeners. Thank you so much. It was Thanks wonder- so much, Wayne. It was wonderful to be able to chat this afternoon to uh, Pastor Wayne Boehm. He's uh, he's based over in Sydney. Now, look, that offer again, if you would like that uh, series, Taking Charge of Your Life. Now, the code word, we did forget to share with you the code word. The code word is Taking Charge. Just send the code word, which is Taking Charge, uh, together with um, your name, your address, and your telephone phone number, just text those uh, details uh, to our Faith FM uh, text uh, text um, uh, number, and that's 04888-80811. That's uh, 04888-80811. Uh, and we'll get that uh, that series taking charge. That's a really beaut series. It's really worth uh, your being involved uh, in, in that series. Uh, let's come to some uh, uh, some music uh, love this particular uh, a song this is uh, the better karma um, college choir from the Solomon Islands this is a real island uh, flavor uh, please enjoy
day, but did not see night. The Lamb of God well, must be the light. He saw the saints worship the great I Am, crying worthy, worthy is the Lamb. I want to go to the city He saw. like a bit of music with some island flavor. Do you love island music, um, Eric? I do. Thoroughly enjoy it. We just had some Papua New Guinean people come to our church last week and singing. Whew. 
Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, right. yeah. I I will remember. You know, I, when I was doing my study, we uh, uh, I was studying at uh, at Avondale College, and we had a group of, of folk down from Papua New Guinea, and mm. uh, uh, particularly one night on a Friday night, we'd actually all gather together, and uh, they would lead the lead the music. And uh, uh, goodness me, these people know how to sing and how to harmonise, and uh, it is just so natural for them. And so, mm. uh, folks like me that uh, they can't <laughs> sing uh, sit there in in brutal envy. Of uh, uh, of what uh, what they can actually do. That was the uh, uh, Betty Karma Adventist uh, College Choir uh, from the uh, from the Solomon Islands. Uh, really appreciate it. I really love uh, that particular uh, rendition of the song uh, Jerusalem. Now, of course, our free offer today, just uh, to share with you again, taking charge of your life. You've heard from Pastor Wayne Boehm and uh, the Discovery Centre uh, and this short seven lesson uh, course, uh, taking charge of your life uh, you'll really love this uh, this particular uh, uh, course if you'd like to have that uh, sent to you in the mail uh, then just text the, uh, the the code word taking charge uh, take text that with your name your address uh, and your telephone number to our studio a mobile here it's simply a text number oh four triple eight. 80811. That's 04888-80811. So many people have really appreciated uh, this, uh, this little course. Yeah, Eric. Can I just say, Gary, I've done this course. You have? Uh, yeah. yeah. It was a while ago now, so it's probably changed a lot, but taking charge of your life. Yep. It's got chapters in it like, uh, what's the purpose of life, relationships, your feelings, talks about addiction, success, and the choices we make in life. Thoroughly enjoyed it. It's all a colored brochure, simple questions. You answer it. They mark them and you get a little certificate. Actually, when you finished it, and then they oh, offer wow. you another course uh, to follow on if you'd like it. And so they're really good. And of course, if you um, if you've got any questions, you can put the questions down, and uh, the instructor at the other end uh, will. Refer back that's right. to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's uh, that's fantastic. Now, look, what's one other offer we do have here? Uh, this is for those of you who are here in Adelaide. Now, for some time, I've really been concerned about the state of our contemporary religious world. I believe that increasingly religion is morphing into a form that would be almost unrecognizable to, to, to biblical Christians of almost any previous generation. With this in mind, I've actually put together a short seminar series entitled uh, The End Times and the Gospel's Climax. Now, in this series, we're going to be looking uh, at the scriptures and providing answers to some of the biggest religious questions of our time. We're going to be asking things like, what are the big religious trends currently impacting the Christian world? Why is biblical religion currently facing, I believe, the, the perfect storm? Now, this is an in-person nine-meeting series that I'm going to be personally hosting. We're commencing on Saturday, March 13, and we conclude on Saturday, March 20. Um, now, this, in that intervening week, there's going to be a total of nine meetings uh, altogether, so it's very compressed. But if you'd like me to hold you a seat and send you details of the time and the location, please text four angels series. Just text that to that same number, 04888-80811 with your name, your address and your phone. And uh, please be aware that just because of COVID requirements, our space is limited. But that number again is 04888-80811. 
Now, uh, we've also, uh, also, if there's any other, uh, questions, uh, or comments that you might like to make, please feel free uh, to send those through to that same number. We'd love uh, to be able to, uh, to to contact and to share with you. Uh, you've been listening to a Faith FM Drive Time big Q&A with Pastor Gary and today our co-host is Eric Hoare and Eric ministers to the Adelaide Aboriginal Seventh-day Adventist Church. And this week we're taking as our theme Truth in the Age of Fake News. Now Eric, our time is starting to already run away from us. But what we're asking today is, what did Jesus say about this whole issue of fake news and deception as it's spoken about in the New Testament? This one's really big, isn't it? Because, you know, I'm just so conscious that increasingly um, there seems to be fake news and seems to be getting pushed on us almost from every direction. You know, I mean, some of our uh, political leaders have almost made this a, an art form. But what did Jesus actually have to say about this whole issue of deception? Well, Pastor Gary, we live in a, a really confusing world. I don't think there's been a time uh, that I can think of in my lifetime when there's been so much um, looking for the truth, trying to find the truth in a news article. I mean, you can't even believe you know, a lot of stuff on the net's not right. They reckon that um, 50 to 60 percent of stuff on the net about uh, depression doesn't come from the right source. So you've got to be very careful yeah. when you when you're sort of trying to sort through all this and in the political world, in the news medias, but also in the religious world. Yeah. It's all wrapped up. I think it's so confusing and, and uh, you know, you need to know, find your way through. But, you know, there was a, um, a famous man years ago, a pilot, Pontius Pilate. Um, he actually had a question for Jesus about truth. It was it's actually found in John 18, 37 to 38. When Pilate said of Jesus, he was talking to Jesus, he said, you were a king then, uh, Pilate said. And Jesus answered, you say that I am a king. In fact, the reason I was born and came into the world is to testify to the truth. Yeah. And everyone on the side of truth listens to me. What is truth? Pilate said. And then he, um, with this, he went out uh, and uh, he went out and took Jesus out. So he was asking, you know, what is truth? In other words, the question that so many people have actually got today, because increasingly in our world, you know, if we go to, to our universities, truth is something that is very uh, multi, it's something that there is no solid foundation there. Mm. Well, I think Pilate would be asking the same question today. You know, he would be confused yeah, as anybody. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, what's happened, I believe, is the people of the world have been deceived and believing that there are many gods, you know, um, and they, they come in, in different ways to different cultures, when you look at all the world's major religions, they're all looking for a spiritual leader to come at the end of time. Christians are looking for the return of Jesus Christ as King of Kings and Lord of Lords. Jews are looking for a Messiah. Hindus are looking for Krishna. Muslims are looking for Imad Mahadi. Buddhists are looking for the fifth Buddha. And New Ages are looking for Maitreya. The world is ripe for great religious deception and and there's a whole pile of people worshipping different gods in the yeah. religious world yeah. so it is very very confusing but the New Testament talks of warnings and deceptions there's a lot of texts in the Bible about deception and as when the young church was growing it was a target mm. for people who were taking advantage of the Christians uh, Second Peter 2 1 to 3 says but there were also false prophets among the people just as there will be false teachers among you they will 
secretly introduced destructive heresies, even denying the sovereign Lord who bought them uh, swift destruction on themselves. Many will follow their depraved conduct and will bring the way of truth into disrepute. In their greed, these teachers will exploit you with fabricated stories. Their condemnation has long been having over them and their destruction has not been sleeping. So this is talking about the Christian people. There will be false prophets, false teachers who are secretly bringing in heresies. I don't know about you, Pastor Gary, but um, over my time as a Christian, uh, I've seen the truths of the Bible being chucked out by many, many Christians. Like, and, and you know, you know that that is something you know. Particularly, I know I've I've watched some television evangelists in particular, mm. and I, I I'm staggered with some of the things that I'm actually hearing and seeing because you know there are some things which have been the foundation of Christianity, and I'm not talking here about my own particular uh, brand of uh, of Christianity, but there have been some foundations of the whole Christian faith that in more recent times have actually been thrown out uh, as though they are of no value. Well, you know, you, you take things like... Um Creation, you know, there's some churches that actually believe, don't believe in creation. Some don't believe that Jesus is coming again. It's interesting that you mentioned that one on creation, actually, because that's actually one of the, I'm actually going to spend, during my series here in Adelaide, I'm going to be spending an entire series on that particular issue because uh, that is so key. Uh, Churches have changed their view so significantly on that. That, I believe, is actually one of the very significant religious trends of the era in which we are actually living, and we're going to be talking about that and we're going to be allowing opportunity for questions on that particular issue mm. and there's been an eroding of moral uh, you know moral uh, etiquette if you like where is the line drawn in the sand it's just not there anymore yeah. for instance I don't know if you've heard of the word trouble Gary have you heard of the word trouble, trouple? no tell me about no. it I'm sure well about think it. of couple this is a trouble it's actually oh. a three way relationship and in California there's uh, um, uh, three men who are actually on the birth certificate of a baby there's no mother there's actually three men on the birth certificate somehow. <laughs> um, so we don't have a mum now. Oh, Eric, I, I thought I was up to date on all of this, and even I haven't heard about this one. I tell you what, it never ceases to amaze me, Eric. So, it really it's, doesn't. It's, so it's really becoming confusing out yeah. in the world of, yeah. of what is right and what is wrong. And the Bible has lines drawn in the sand. That, uh, And I was interested in what Jesus had to say. He said, those who, who uh, are doing the right are on the side of truth. Yeah. So people who actually um, haven't accepted Jesus' truth are actually on the outside of that line if you like mm. and so anything goes anything absolutely yeah, goes yeah. and we, we will see this you know you just got to look around the world today and we see that happening more and more but you know that was found in, in Peter but there's also uh, in Second Timothy 4 1 to 5 it says in the presence of God and of Christ Jesus who will judge the living and the dead and in view of his appearing in his kingdom I give you this charge preach the word be prepared in season and out of season, correct, rebuke, and encourage with great patience and careful instruction. For the time will come when people will not put up with sound doctrine. Doctrine is teaching, of course. Teaching, yep. Instead, to suit their own desires, they will gather around them a great number of teachers to say what their itching ears want to hear. They will turn their ears away from the truth and turn aside to myths 
But you, keep your head in all situations, endure hardship, do the work in evangelist, discharge all the duties of your ministry. So here it's saying, you know, that itching ears means you hear what you like. You like this. I don't know about you, Pastor Gary, but when you hear something and it's it's attractive to you, you tend to listen to more and more of that same yeah, line. Yeah. I find myself getting caught up into this. Yeah. Even in politics, you hear something, oh, this guy's standing up for the right thing, and then whatever he does, you kind of follow and it draws you in. Yeah. This is what it's talking about here yeah, in the Christian yeah, world. Yeah. And that and that's what, you know, of course, continually you get this word, you know, prophets are, there's going to be false prophets out there. And of course a prophet is in fact a, a spokesperson for God, a person who is actually speaking for God. A prophet doesn't always necessarily have to be foretelling the future. They can actually be simply a person who is speaking on behalf of God. Mm. And now, hey, I, I I look at that and I say the scriptures are saying that, in fact, there are going to be false prophets out there. Do you know, as I look at my religious world today, I, I, I see a, a state which frightens me. Mm. Yep. Well, this deception that we're talking about in the Bible here, it's there over 60 times. There's different aspects of some sort of deception. Yeah. But mainly in the New Testament, it actually talks about this, about being deceived yeah. within the religious world. Yeah. And it says in uh, Matthew twenty four twenty four, doesn't it, even the very elect will be deceived. Yeah. Those who know the Scripture are going to still be deceived, which is amazing to me because they're going to see signs and wonders. It says that many will be deceived by signs and wonders of the evil one. So um, they're going to be drawn in and start believing in what they're seeing or hearing because we live in a world now that you don't know what's fake news and what's not real news. Yeah. So yeah, this will yeah. draw people away. Yeah. It, yeah. It's so easy. If you, if you see something supernatural actually occur, to actually be drawn away because it must come from God. But of course, within the scriptures, what you get are two supernatural sources that are opposed to each other. You get uh, the God of heaven, who is certainly able to work through the Holy Spirit, but you also get um, another uh, source that is also able to work the miraculous. And to me, I've actually said to a number of people, the miraculous proves nothing more than that the miraculous is present. That's all it shows. And, right. do you know, one of the things that I'm so conscious of is that increasingly, certainly within our secular society, more and more people are in fact saying that, are you know, they doubt that the supernatural actually exists. You know, my response to them is, is actually quite simple. Uh, please go to places like, Papua New Guinea, please go to some of the third world countries, certainly come to some of our Aboriginal um, our friends and uh, they will tell you uh, of stories that will make the hair stand up yes. on the back of your uh, on the back of your head because mm. this, this is something that is very real and it does exist. It does, yeah. I mean, what we're talking about here is Matthew 24, 24 to 27, when it says, For false Christs and false prophets will rise and show great signs and wonders to deceive, if possible, even the elect. See, I've told you beforehand, if they say, look, he's in the desert, do not go out there. If he's in the ro- in a room, do not believe it. For as the lightning comes from the east and flashes to the west, so also will the coming of the Son of Man be. So these great signs and wonders uh, are the deception. But what's behind that deception are lies 
and uh, and uh, trying to bring you down, trying to take you away from God. That's what all these things. We must be careful when we when we see things happening around us that we that we understand why they're there and and just stick closely to the word of God because it's so easy to be deceived so easy by what you see and hear and you know in Christ's day that was actually called deception in our day we call it fake news Mm. Uh, but you know to me that you came to Matthew chapter 24 and I think mm. it's so important that we come to this particular chapter because of course Christ is talking about the uh, the, the disciples have just asked him mm. uh, what will be the signs of the coming of the Son of Man and the very first thing he actually says is this and Jesus answered and said to them take heed that no one deceives you for many will come. So mm. he starts with this issue of deception now it's interesting mm. when this same story is recorded in Luke's gospel exactly the same warning is actually repeated. Now, if you jump down to uh, to verse 11, it, he says this, and many false prophets will rise up and deceive many. If you jump across to verse 20, uh, 24, it says, for false Christs and false prophets will rise up and show great signs and wonders so as to deceive if possible. That's the passage you just quoted, but the word that is repetitious in this particular chapter is this issue of uh, deception. Hmm. And uh, do you know, so often it's so easy for us to overlook you know we're all uh, to accept a what is an increasingly pluralistic world you know we're all going to the same place let's hold hands uh, because uh, you know we all uh, you know we all accept Jesus and that's enough but hey I don't I'm happy for people to accept Jesus so long as the Jesus they are accepting is in fact the Jesus of the Scriptures. That's because right. so often what we find Scripture saying is beware there's actually going to be false prophets that are going to be out there. And, you know, Eric, this is something that I'm so conscious that I I think Scripture is really being incredibly clear with us. They're being, it's being incredibly blunt with us, in fact. Mm, yeah, and he's, he's given all the evidence of, of um, uh, who the Son of Man is and how he will come and his nature and his character. Yeah. And the thing is, these signs and wonders, it's interesting, but I believe that the world is being conditioned to accept those now. They're, they are being conditioned. I mean, you've got to look at movies today and they show, you know, alien life. Life coming to Earth. You have uh, you have Star Trek. You have Star Wars. Touched by an angel is another one. There's a whole heap of of movies out there about supernatural characters. Uh, not only that, but you've got the psychic hotlines. They are abounding, and you've got more and more people regularly consulting various spiritual mediums, and they're trying to do that to cope with the postmodern world, to cope with depression, and they're trying to seek help through these sources. Yeah, and they and you know, and some of these sources. May they offer them signs and wonders mm. that they actually feel and say, hey, you, how do you know that, you know? And boom, before you know it, they're led right into that trap. Mm. Whereas the, the, the Bible definitely says don't consult the dead, don't go to the mediums, don't listen to all that the world is telling you. This is so important, isn't it? Because what we're finding here is that within the Word of God, there's actually a thing called revealed truth. And, you know... The unfortunate thing about our current world is that our world actually doesn't believe that this thing called truth does exist. Now, of course, if it doesn't exist, you're actually setting yourself up to be deceived by whatever comes along. That's right. There's no... There's no standard. I mean, you know, if Pilate was to stand up today with Jesus once again, he would be, you know, in the world today, you look yeah. at him. 
Yeah. How many would stand up for Jesus? Yeah. Not many. It'd be yeah. exactly the same as what happened to Pilate when he yeah. stood there yeah. with him. So nothing's changed. In fact, it's got worse, if anything, Indeed. where the world has now moved so, so far away that they accept um, a falsehood uh, through the scriptures and who Jesus is. Um, but, you know, these signs and wonders that they are, they are deceiving, it's the prophets with their false message proving their doctrine is true by producing signs and wonders. These are the signs that will be out there, you know. And Matthew seven fifteen to 23 says, Watch out for false prophets. They come to you in sheep's clothing, clothing but inwardly they are ferocious wolves. By their fruit you will recognize them. Do people pick grapes from thoughts? So you, you can actually tell. If you know the person that's given the message, yeah. uh, it's not just something that you don't know. We know Jesus. That's a, a personal relationship with Jesus brings you in the right frame to know the truth. But if you accept truth and what people are saying that are leading you away into the devil's background, well, you don't know what's going and on. And you know, Eric, what that passage that you just brought up is actually mm. so important. You will know them uh, by their fruit. And uh, some people have said to me, hey, look, that makes it very hard to actually distinguish what a person, uh, where a person really is going. And uh, of course, the thing that I've, I've shared with a number of people, I've said, hey, look, just be aware that fruit is often only evident on a mature tree. Mm. Sometimes you actually don't see exactly where a person's going but when their teachings mature you start to see exactly where they're heading but you know this is why I'm so conscious that we actually need to understand what the word of God is actually saying but Eric look let's have a have a little bright bit of break for uh, for some music uh, and then we'll come back uh, for about another five minutes let's come to uh, Shane and Shane oh worship the king oh worship the king
That was Shane and Shane. I worship the king. Nothing like a little bit of bluegrass. Uh, love, uh, love a little bit of uh, foot stamping uh, bluegrass. Just, uh, just occasionally. Um, we've got a free giveaway to you today. Don't forget that uh, taking charge, taking charge of your life. Uh, you heard from Pastor Wayne Baum before, uh, and uh, really, uh, I recommend that to you. That's a fantastic little course. Just seven lessons. If you'd like to send it, uh, send us to send it to you, uh, just uh, text the words taking charge uh, just send it to our uh, to our mobile here in the studio that's 04 888 that's taking charge uh, of your life and uh, you'll love uh, that particular course uh, this uh, I've also got uh, got for you the uh, the short series for those of you uh, here in Adelaide. Uh, uh, if you'd like to join us on that series, uh, just text Gospels Climax uh, to uh, to that same number oh four triple eight eight oh eight eleven, and uh, we'll send you details of the uh, of the time and place. Uh, you're listening to Faith FM Drive Time Big Q and A with Pastor Gary today. Our co-host is Eric Hoare and Eric Minister to the Adelaide Aboriginal Seventh-day Adventist Church. And this week we're taking as our theme truth in the age of fake news. And today we're asking, what did Jesus teach about deception? Now, Eric, you've got about uh, about three minutes uh, to uh, to actually finish off. So uh, tell us what are the most, uh, you've told us some excellent uh, stuff at the present time. Is there anything we've missed out on? Well, I think uh, the, one of the most important one is John seventeen seventeen, which breaks through any fake truth that comes our way concerning Scripture, and that is um, where it says, sanctify them by the truth, your word is truth. So to sanctify by truth is to really listen to it, focus on it, to be the, make it the center of our lives, to concentrate it, direct your attention on it, and that way there will get more and more light. I mean, the whole thing is we live in a world where the Bible talks us about being more evil. There's so much evil and self-centeredness and so much uh, trying to gain a more materialism and being more wealthy, where it actually says, the Bible says, is to concentrate on the truth. And when the truth fills our lives, and that'll bring us happiness. We don't need anything else. In other words, there is a depth of spirituality that comes to a person through the scriptures that is a far more uh, far deeper far more powerful it brings greater peace than anything that you can actually find out there there is so much uh, fake news out there that actually brings nothing more than confusion well you and I Gary we know we've been fooled by fake news yeah. everybody's been fake I mean we listen to it we accept it or we read it and we accept it yeah. But when it comes to the, the scripture, you, you know, your children have to really, I've got four children and they've got to deal with all this that's happening in the world today. Yeah. But as a Christian and being brought up in a Christian home, centering on uh, the Bible stories and, and giving them hope through Jesus is what binds us together as a family. Yeah. And that's an advantage that Christians have to have a loving family that's yeah. bonded by yeah. another father in heaven. Uh, and that to me is the, is the greatest advantage that we have. And then you know I'm I'm very blessed because all my children are baptized and 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 accepted Lord uh, as their saviour and 
And that bond is so real. We talk about a lot of these things, and you know, it's a journey for all of us. Mm. And uh, mm. and having Jesus at the centre of our lives. I've been out in the world. I, I've done you know boozing and all, all the other stuff out there. Never bought me happiness. I thought it did at the time, but then when I got crook, I thought different. Um, but you know, but Jesus just gives you that peace. Uh, you can step aside. And I think you know. that word that you use is actually the correct word. Do you know, Christian people are not guaranteed uh, exclusion from sickness mm. or from death or from um, poverty or, you know, the trials of this earth. But, you know, the one thing that I find that Scripture can give is when the Holy Spirit is present, there is a thing called peace. Mm. And, you know, Eric, I just like to pray mm. for our for our people that are hearing us right now because I think this is a really big one. Father in heaven, Lord, I come to you right now. Lord, I'd like to say thank you for those who are listening right now. Lord, I want to say thank you for your death. Lord, I want to say thank you for the scriptures. Lord, I I want to say thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Lord, I want to say thank you for the the peace uh, that comes uh, when you are present. Lord, I just pray for any person who is struggling right now uh, with some upset, with some issue in their life. Lord, I pray that you might descend on them by your Holy Spirit. Lord, that you might fill them, that they might come to understand what your peace is all about. Lord, I pray that you won't just stop there, but I pray that you would lead them to this elusive thing called truth. Lord, thank you that you have warned us against the deception, the fake news that is so common in this world today. Lord, we ask and we pray these things in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Well, folks, it does look like our time's up for today. Thank you so much for joining Pastor Gary and Eric Hoare on Drive Time Big Q&A. Please join us tomorrow when I'm sharing with Pastor David Butcher and we're asking, do all religions lead to the same place. Really look forward to seeing you. But until then, please remember, Christ said, I'm leaving you with a gift, peace of mind and heart, and the peace I give isn't like the peace that the world gives. So don't be troubled or afraid. May our God richly bless you.